0: squash working out That's great. No, no, no. The thing is, if you actually want a truly sensational squash experience, you've got to combo up.
1: <laughs> is that what it's called, sensational squash? No, no,
0: no. That's it just is. Me. I think
1: it is. I think the, 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 the Robinsons brand of that is called
0: sensational squash. What, the mix between the, the, the <laughs> pineapple and mango? <laughs>
1: no. The actual fancy squash is, is called sensational
0: one. squash. Mm-hmm. I thought it was called temptations, but those are the crisps, aren't they? <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah. Maybe it is. No, it is sensations. You've made a sensational
0: own your own concoction. Oh, that's Temptations. That's a band. Mm. God, just too many things. Crisps are sensations. The band is the Temptations, and this is sensational creations. <laughs> 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 uh, yeah. Anyway, it's a mix between um, orange and pineapple squash, yummy, and blackcurrant, which I think on its own very boring, very underwhelming. But once you add it as a sort of a mixer, then you got then then the show really starts. Mm. So. Just top tip to anybody else out there who needs to spice up. It's not we. The basically. water. It's not That's a strong man's urine. <laughs> <laughs> it's not. It's not pirates' piss, <laughs> which is what it looks like. Uh, I have seen people comment on what are you drinking? Why? I just. I just can't drink water by itself. I not know. For me. I'm too glamorous for that.
1: I have. I really.
0: <laughs> I have gone through phases of having just water and I definitely feel really like... I feel like Gwyneth Paltrow when I drink a bottle of water because mm. it's like, it's so unusual and it feels so sort of perfunctorily um, healthy. Did
1: you watch, on a kind of, on a different note, did you watch the Harry and Meghan Oprah interview? I watched bits. I watched You've seen enough, it, But I, yeah, I've seen enough. I yeah. watched all two hours of it. Really? And I shouldn't have because it was really late. It finishes at like 11. I... Just I just loved it. <laughs> I mean, obviously, I didn't love what she was saying because it's mm-hmm, shocking, but mm-hmm. um, I just, it was like watching, it was just better than
0: yeah, reality like, it, TV. It, it's reality TV, <laughs> rolled up with The Crown, rolled up with like all of the kind of glamour and, 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 and gloss. And Oprah. And Oprah.
1: I just love her. And it's made me crazy. go on this um, Alfie book, When You Can't Get to Sleep, uh, watches videos of people singing. And... Um, I don't know, I was feeling sad, and he showed me this video of Jennifer Hudson singing here, or he, I'm home, or here, I think it's here. You have to YouTube it. It's her singing, and Oprah's watching, it's some kind of event, and she's singing a song about, um, I think, from The Color Purple. Mm-hmm. And it, this is very recent, and Jennifer Hudson looks incredibly strong. This is after her family murders. Mm-hmm and her Weight Watcher campaign and mm-hmm. stuff. So she looks like, she just looks so fucking strong. And um, oh my God, within the first 30 seconds of watching her sing, I cried. Um, I showed our mom, she started crying too. Oh. Um, and Oprah's watching Jennifer Hudson. And her husband's sitting behind her. Oprah's husband sitting behind her. And and her husband does this with her hands. And they're just watching this amazing singer. And they're all kind of crying. It's beautiful. Anyway, the reason I'm mentioning that is because I I just have always had this love for Oprah. And mm. I don't know if that's good or bad. I just, I've just i always loved Oprah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so this combination of Meghan and... Oh, my God. Yeah. I just loved it. It
0: was a bit too much, almost, I think, for the Meghan, world.
1: Meghan is the most beautiful woman she in the world. She is the most
0: beautiful woman in the world. I remember at the wedding, when I watched it, it seemed like a Disney princess who had come to life. Mm. Her face is too perfect. Oh my God. Um, But then also when you tie that in with the fact that when she was like 12 years old, she was this feminist, you know, who was like on Nickelodeon writing to big TV corporations about how sexist their campaigns were. And the fact that she's just always been this incredibly independent kind of free thinker who's so eloquent and stuff like that. It's just slightly even difficult to imagine and accept that she's a real human being because Mm. she's just so... Admirable. But the way she responded to Oprah's questions
1: as well, I thought was just so dignified. And I do believe, you know, you could argue that she's lying or she's she's not telling the truth, it's her side of the story. But I I one hundred percent believe her. Mm-hmm. I really do. And when she was talking about the firm and the institution, it's just Fascinating the fact that no one has ever spoken out about yeah, this yeah. kind of thing before and yeah. she's the first one and she's within, you know, that meme of her, um, where it's like within
0: four years she's kind of dismantled yeah. the monarchy yeah, after whatever. Yeah. It's just so true. She so has
1: true. literally
0: changed
1: mm-hmm. the way we feel about the
0: monarchy. Yeah. And I guess in a way, like people who are cynical towards her maybe think, Well, she's an actress, she's obviously good at kind of lying and she maybe was like on on a career path because like any actor, right? You wanna reach the, the top level of success and how, how much more kind of privileged and esteemed could you be than being married into the royal family? So I think people are just so wanting to pull her down because of that. But then if you think about it, Hollywood and, and Hollywood royalty is kind of similar to the royal family in the way that it's like, it's just shrouded and it's on such a pedestal. But at least we can kind of understand that people in the Hollywood elite are disgusting and corrupt and we learn about their scandals and it's kind of a bit more out in the open and we own them. But the royal family, they have all kinds of scandals. They're all disgusting people who are all like awful and yet it's shrouded in secrecy and we're not allowed in. So I think it makes perfect sense. Apart from Harry. Apart apart from from Harry, we love Harry. It makes perfect sense that somebody from that... Hollywood royalty, that is disgusting, that and that is corrupt, but at least openly so, would be the one to take on the British royal family, which is exactly the same, if not worse, but it's like, it's so clandestine. I just think it makes perfect sense. Mm. I mean, you'll never really know what no. has happened, but I think the fact that it's been such a beautiful kind of part of chaos is really satisfying to see and i think it makes sense for this ending of the global pandemic perfectly timed perfectly it just feels like a music video
1: but just i think the fact that they fell in love and they have a child together they then lost a child she's now pregnant they just want to make the most of life for their family and help people Mm -hmm. and they've they have been let down, and this is their chance to set the story straight and move on with their life. Yeah. Like, I just respect them so much. Yeah. But they then, then I must have f- been so scared. I know. I she know. looked really scared yeah. when she
0: was asked these questions. Yeah. But- well, I mean, it's, it's so unprecedented. Nobody's, I mean, I guess you could argue that Princess Diana sort of um, did something similar, but I just think the scale of this is so unprecedented. So, yeah, it must be terrifying.
1: Harry looked so raw. Yeah. And you just saw him as a little boy walking behind Diana's coffin, Mm -hmm. which just was just so tragic. And you see the tragedy still there within Mm -hmm. him Mm -hmm. and just think, fuck it, let him, let him just go and be nice to him. Mm. What are you doing? I know. I There's might some... be an idiot and I might not know anything, but no, I but the I, I might nobody my instinct... really does.
0: Nobody really doesn't. You have to go with the ins- with your instincts in this case. They are still human beings at the end of the day. Even if they are they have so much wealth and they have so much like so much of a different experience mm. because of the people that they are, especially anybody who's in the royal family. Um, so my
1: instincts always slightly off though. I always trust it so completely. Uh, and then it, and then something and happens. something happens like Who
0: knows? We might in six months' time, yeah. some huge other scandal might like, <laughs> come and prove us to be fucking idiots. Did you see all the
1: stuff about Piers Morgan? Oh my God. Did you watch all the clips of him storming off when the weatherman was like... (laughs) No, I didn't. (laughs) It was amazing because the weatherman was like, I think he's the weatherman, Mm -hmm. did this like monologue Mm -hmm. for two whole minutes, which on morning TV is a huge Mm -hmm. segment of time, especially after a segment's finished. And he was like, the fact that you have continuously bullied and been horrible and just for two minutes went on and on to Piers Morgan about why you should apologize. And then Piers just went... Nope, done. And you just like a little boy. Just yeah. Oh my the god. The walk
0: was kind of embarrassing, wasn't it?
1: Oh, it was just amazing, and yeah. I really hope that he doesn't become,
0: you know, a star on another network channel. Or yeah, but site. how can he not? How can like he not he's be a... he's a figure of derision, and are people people who uh, dislike um, the power. And the kind of eloquence of someone like Meghan Markle are always going to then run to Piers Morgan's camp because people are scared of of, mm. of of strong women like her. I guess
1: when we were at school, I Piers in the Morgan library. So
0: gross looking. He's got such a sweaty salmon face. Yeah, but he didn't. <laughs> he didn't. No, but he
1: didn't used to. Used to be quite beautiful in the library at school. I remember at one point I thought I wanted to be a serious journalist mm. before I realised mm. you have to like you know be clever. Mm. And um, I the I looked in the autobiography section and. His book had a. a <laughs> he had written a book. It was, I think, it's called the Piers Morgan Diaries or something. Sounds it was, good. It was actually. It was very good, and I read it. So I didn't realize he's like a bad man. <laughs> 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 Obviously, I did when it got to the stuff about um, how he had altered the pictures to make it look like uh, s- something bad had happened mm. within the. Europe. He he did something awful. I know that, um, and I read it, and I just thought, I know everything about Piers Morgan. Mm. Like anyone ask me anything you want to know about Piers Morgan, I'm. And I thought this would make me like you know this would stand me in good said as a journalist, and then I suddenly realized that I have read a few odd autobiographies <laughs> of my time. There's something about just knowing everything about yeah. someone
0: because the thing is like what comforts me is that you're never going to be able to know everything about everything yeah. so if you know everything about a couple of things mm. that'll make me feel better definitely
1: I mean? definitely
0: so good for you that you know everything about Piers Morgan. well I did this is before his whole um career sure you need you probably need an updated version don't exactly. you exactly I yeah. think this was up to the 90s <laughs> yeah <laughs> so yeah <laughs> Yeah, probably, probably be good to just just check in. Check you in see also, can if you play. watch
1: This Morning or whatever it's called, no, Morning light, morning, the ITN, well, the, I don't IT, yeah. Um ITN. Fuck knows. Susanna Reid, I just couldn't see the hatred in her eye mm, for mm. Her eyes for peers
0: Yeah, but then she apparently was crying at his departure, sort of saying that, you know, he's been my co-host, so I am going to miss him or something like that. They must have a twisted relationship. Very when twisted you're in that close quarters with someone, even if you hate them, you are going to grow a certain level of dependency or affection for them maybe eventually that would be a really fascinating Yeah, if you were stuck in on a desert island with Piers Morgan for 3 years <laughs> you'd probably love him
1: no but he has he yeah, when you're close to someone and when you know the darkest bits of them, yeah. the, the most horrible bits, and you feel closer to them. That's yeah. why relationships are so fucked up. And that's how, that's how people can stay in exactly. relationships for so many and years. And in the
0: Woody Allen documentary last night, and I'm not ruining anything by saying this, but um, somebody who's sort of it, being interviewed who uh, like was a, a, a critic for one of the newspapers or something said that one of the m- cleverest and also most manipulative things that somebody can do, both in art and in real life, is to show their dark underbelly. And what Woody Allen does is he shows his neuroses so openly. That's what makes him lovable. And it's what makes you feel close to him. It's what means that a teenage girl can relate to a Woody Allen film, somebody who's like 45, in a way that she can't relate to things that are made f- by young women mm. because he shows you this this darkness and it okay, kind of welcomes you. Okay, don't worry, me. You're, ruining, you're ruining it for me. Okay. I want to find it all out myself. <laughs> no, no, don't worry. That wasn't anything yeah. about it. But I'm just saying I think that is really interesting to note, isn't it? Yeah, when you, when see you know somebody's, everything. When, you, when somebody is open with you and says, this is how this is this is why i'm a bad person or this is something that is fucked up that i do you kind of respect them for it and you you feel related to them because everybody has something that's fucked up about them but yeah. we're not as bad as Piers Morgan no, we'll de- just clarify that right now
1: yeah definitely when you when you know more about someone it you find them more attractive mm. that's why that's why ho- that's why facebook stalking became mm. such a big thing that's why it's our, part, most of our culture now is based on knowing everything about mm. somebody before you meet them exactly so when you meet them you're like oh, i you feel so much closer. Mm. Um, so my big news is that, talking about TV and stuff, so you know my goal in life is to be on The One Show. Yeah. I got snubbed. I know. <laughs> so The One Show have rejected me, guys.
0: Yeah. Can't fucking believe I, uh, this. I won't
1: fulfill my dream. The only reason I wrote a book was to one day go on The One Show and talk about
0: my book. They are. They are just I mean, I'm so sorry. I know it fuck was fuck you guys. I've
1: never no 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 you can't be mean like. <laughs> <laughs> I still want to go out. on it. I want to <laughs> get wanna- right out. I want to go on it one day, BB. Okay, so we can't be that horrible. I still I just- I'm open to being on the one show, guys. If you want to, you know, Don't book be desperate. Me. You know I am desperate. I am desperate. He's you
0: now. Like he's not gonna welcome you back in. No, you
1: know I- I mean? no. He- one day, one day. You know, somebody might drop out. That happens. Sometimes. Why do you think? Why do you think that you got snubbed? Because I'm not famous enough.
0: I mean, it's just crazy. Some I'm, I'm not, not famous enough, famous. and also
1: I don't think many people go on with as a, like as little. To, like when Dawn French went on, she had a book and a TV series and a show, and she had about five things. to write. You
0: have all of those things.
1: Well, I did have two. Things. I had two like solid things, and they still they were like an, an absolute no. Mm. Do you know what also rejected me? What? Steph's Pack Lunch. No. <laughs>
0: what? Why? What's that? What's that?
1: Well, it's a, ch- it's a channel four daytime show. It lasts from one to about 5.30. Mm-hmm. And Steph from, you would know her if you watched as much morning TV as Steph I do. Steph from
0: You Would Know Her shows that she's Steph. not worth knowing. name's Steph, <laughs>
1: M- <laughs> M- Steph McGovern. She's a really nice, like friendly, and she was a BBC um, part of. She did business or something. She did the news se- business. Oh, she's segment. that blonde
0: Northern one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I do quite like her. Rich, yeah, stuff. well,
1: she, she somebody plucked her and decided mm, right, mm. she's gonna be a star. She
0: always impressed me on um, that little quick segment they did on like tech, mm. uh, and they had like a little sound effect just before it came on, like bing bing bing. Oh shit! Ooh, this no might no be a council. Wait, go and do it. Hello. Oh, hello.
1: Oh, brilliant! Thank you. We'll come down. Okay, bye. Is that the the, the mice. The mice guys here. The mice got one second. Can you get rid of those mice?
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> bye. Thank you. Oh, just slamming in Alfie's face. Um, Sorry, Alfie.
0: Sometimes you've got to put a man in that place. You know. <laughs> I <don't> think <laughs> if this week has taught us anything, boss, um, I'm a girl boss. <laughs> What
1: were we just talking about? Oh, we Steph's packed about, lunch. Yeah, so Steph's so um, packed lunch. So yeah, she has lots of people on, and she has a comedian every so often doing like a bit, and uh, yeah. Russell Kane is her usual guy mm, for that. Mm, anyway, yeah. it's not that I'm a big fan of Steph's packed lunch. No. It just would have been nice to have just been able to go on. Apparently, it has a very at one point actually zero people watched. Wow! Did you not see that on the news? No. At one point during <laughs> lockdown.
0: <laughs> That's really. So I don't that it... was on the news.
1: I don't think it would have been like that good for the book promotion. Oh, but at the same God. time, it would have still nice to have just gone up to Leeds, got dressed up, just gone on a TV gotcha. show.
0: But the thing is, it's like when you get it, it's like when you don't get an acting job or, or any other kind of job yeah. that you didn't want in the first place. Um, but they put you through the rigmarole and then you get rejected and you feel like you're being rejected by a guy that you don't even fancy, you know? It's, oh, it's, totally. It's, it's, it's a new kind of humiliation because, like, you think that you're better than it. Um, but I don't then... think I'm better than the one show. I don't think I'm better than one show. No, no, no. But, like, as in, you know, you, you get these ideas in your head where it's like, you know, actually, like, you know, I'm I'm great and I can, I can do other things. And That's like good. if
1: you're auditioning for, like, Village Girl 3. Yeah, you think, yeah. this is...
0: I mean, I shouldn't be auditioning for this. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I'll go in anyway. And then, and then, and then you get the no, and then you're just it. It feels so much more Uh of a blow. I feel like I've been personally rejected by Alex Jones. Oh, I think so too. I think she was shown
1: a photo of me, and she was like, "I can't do a Welsh accent." Yeah,
0: but the thing is. Whenever I see a photo of her kind of like radiant personality or her glorious fringe, I feel like she's rejected me personally anyway. She's so many jumpers, bright coloured jumpers Mm, and mm -hmm, trousers, mm -hmm. fuchsia trousers. Exactly. She's able to pull off bright colours without automatically being put in the box. Quirky, Mm. you know? But the funny thing is... Which is a blessing. No, she
1: doesn't come across... Yeah, well, definitely. Yeah, she wears quirky clothes. But she has been... I have noticed more the more I've watched it. It's quite depressing now we got to the stage in lockdown where Alfie, when it's like five to seven, he like looks at me very sad and he says, do you want to watch the one show now? <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, she when she has a guest on that's funny, she can't deal with it because um, a, a, a friend we have who's in the comedy industry was on the other night and she um, kept trying to make like a funny joke. Mm. It was really, it was Rose Matafeo. Mm. She was brilliant on it. Mm. And also it made me think, oh, if Rose has been on it, maybe, <laughs> <laughs> maybe I, she was on for the whole hour, Rose, and it kept cutting to other segments. Uh-huh. Um, and betwe- Rose obviously felt awkward that she was in the studio when nothing was, like, mm. she wasn't getting asked anything. Mm. Um, it was to promote oh, the, the fact that BBC Three, BBC- <laughs> yeah, has special's on, yeah, No, yeah. BBC Three is going back to being a channel.
0: Oh, yes, yeah, I Yeah, yeah. Yay! <laughs> Yay! <laughs> BBC Three! Oh my three. God! <laughs> We've missed it. Where have you been? Actually, to be fair, I, I like BBC. Yeah, you, yeah. I like yeah, BBC. Yeah, code. don't, don't knock it. Don't knock it until you tried
1: it. Um, anyway, so she finally, when, when it came to Rose's bit right at the end of the hour, Rose said something like, oh, I've been, I've been waiting for this. I've been sitting here all hour and yeah. And Alex just went, <laughs> 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 She just couldn't deal with Rose being funny and saying something that's just like not quite meant to be. No one's meant to say anything right now, and um, like yeah, I've just seen I've seen presenters interact with Mm -hmm. with. Alex and she just can't, yeah. she yeah. sticks to the script, sticks to the script. But also
0: because Rose, in, in that scenario, Rose is kind of acknowledging the matrix, isn't yeah. she? And you're not supposed to kind of make it obvious that a chat show is a very weird environment where you have to follow rules and it's supposed to seem natural, but yeah. it's the, the furthest thing from natural. Yeah. So good for her for kind yeah. of like pointing that out, but it's so funny to see um, Alex Jones, um, uh, what's the word in a video game? when a cat, Glitching, yeah, Yeah. glitching.
1: Or buffering, or buffering, 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 buffering. Yeah, which is the name of the ITV2 sitcom that I am starring in. I'm not very starring exciting. in it. I'm not starring in it. Very, I'm, very you know, exciting. it is quite exciting. It's going to be on Next to Love Island, isn't it? Oh, um, and, and between Family Guy and Love Island, what I more mean, could you what want?
0: More could you want from you? Or evening? the Cleveland Show? The Cleveland Show. Yeah,
1: the Cleveland Show. <laughs> ITV2. Family Guy. Family Guy. Family Guy. Family Guy. <laughs> buffering. Love Island. Buffering. <laughs> Cleveland show, Cleveland show, Cleveland show, Cleveland show, Cleveland show. Cleveland show. <laughs> I spoke to uh, someone the other day and they said they don't like Family Guy. Is uh, Family Guy not a nice, a good thing
0: to, to like? Oh, as in they don't like Family Guy? They like, think Family Guy is sense. awful. Oh, I mean, that's ridiculous. It's not awful, it's funny. Family Guy is like a bro comedy that, you know, is made by Seth MacFarlane, who is obviously catering to a very, like, homogenised audience, you know? Is Seth
1: MacFarlane the same guy who's in... Um, Crazy, crazy ex girlfriend. Mm, no, I
0: don't think so. No, oh no. no, that's Olaf and Seth MacFarlane <laughs> went out he's with head. Seth and M- Ted. Ted yes. Seth MacFarlane's a guy with the beautiful singing voice who does all of the voices and family going Cleveland show and stuff mm. like that. And he, but he's got a super weird face. But he's obviously very talented as like a billion billionaire. And he went out with Amelia Clock from Game of Thrones. Oh wow. Mm. So talking
1: of billionaires, I heard on Lorraine this morning mm-hmm. that. Um, Amanda Seyfried's been nominated for an Oscar Uh uh-huh good thank god it was about time it was about time
0: come on for old for old um, salty lips (laughs) (laughs) don't her lips always look like she's just been sunburned, like in a very sexy way but she's got the wrinkliest little lips does she they're big but they're also small at the same time it's like her lips just always look kind of bruised and sexy and like all I know, you know is that
1: she really loves animals. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like just, she
0: seems super boring.
1: I, I read a fact about her. I You know, like, my Kate Hudson has a teacup mm-hmm. that she never... Yeah, that, my Kate Hudson fact. The Amanda Seyfried fact is that she never, ever, ever uses
0: a hairdryer. She just lets, lets it go dry naturally. I'm like,
1: but if you're an actress, surely they must use it sometimes. I think that's a lie.
0: Like, there's no way that she doesn't have a hairdryer put on her when she's on set. But that why would you lie about that?
1: Why would you want people to why would you
0: why would you lie about it i think because it it kind of makes you seem at once um responsible and also low maintenance yeah it's like a very attractive thing to say it's a bit of a dog whistle for you should fancy me because i'm Mm. so amazing yeah you know oh yeah it's like when a girl says you know oh i actually don't really like wearing makeup like i don't even really know how to put it on Mm. that's like them trying to say i'm so beautiful without makeup yeah you should be jealous of me and i'm gonna
1: grow old gracefully yeah yeah you're that bitch obviously no i'm not that bitch i'm not that bitch i've noticed more um yeah i'm starting to see the telltale signs of 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 age oh you're crazy bought some collagen cream
0: really yeah it,
1: it does nothing mm. the, the, i think the fact about skincare is that the simplest things are the best mm-hmm. if you take care of your skin you exfoliate you moisturize you drink water there's not much more you can do to yeah, delay the yeah. to delay the on- onset of aging but because i've been tired and i've been filming um and i definitely i feel look tired i went into boots the other day um to get some prescriptions not just for fun don't do that anymore because mm. it's locked down mm. um and was walking around the aisles and seeing all of these different products and thinking oh, this might this might change my life, this might change my life, this might change my life. And I've never, ever been a sucker for that because mm-hmm. I've mm-hmm. just always been simple. Uh, the more you know, the more confusing life is.
0: Absolutely. It's way better just Absolutely. to be Ignorance oblivious, use the same product, mm-hmm. wear the same clothes, done. Yeah, also if you were to look at the ingredients of, almost all of the skincare products that all offer radically different things. Like mm. this one is going to improve the brightness in your skin. This one is going to reduce lines. This one is going to make your skin youthful and plump. They pretty much all just like paraffin, wax and mm-hmm. like a couple of other like acids. Totally. And, so and water. you might as well just use Vaseline on your skin. Totally.
1: The pawpaw, Um, I think, is actually better than Vaseline. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But yeah, basically just keep it simple,
0: guys. Keep it simple. Keep it simple. Yeah. You know, we're, we're, we're approaching the end, sort of to me it feels like we're approaching the end of life no of what this podcast podcast? no (laughs) end of what lockdown right you dumb (laughs) duns obviously
1: Um, okay
0: I know it's a couple of months away I feel like that too I feel very depressed exactly it's very strange to me when you say that you're depressed as well Oh, I'm so depressed yeah I'm it's, not like clinically depressed. No, no, I'm, just, no. I'm just, I'm just, I'm, I think I'm like a lot of down in a depressed state. Yeah, yeah, I get that. Yeah, I, I feel that. Too. Sad. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like a, a wilting flower mm. or something like that. They um, can
1: be, can be like made perkier with certain things like mm-hmm, watching mm-hmm. the
0: one show, which pre- now's lost to me. Exactly. Now I'm not going to enjoy the one show in the same way. Exactly.
1: Sorry, Ten, sorry.
0: He's upset that you, that you got rejected from the one show, so he's very clearly. upset. No, but I meant, you know, now that we're approaching the end, do, I, I sort of feel a certain amount of, um, no, no, you do not have to be quiet. Okay. Um,
1: <laughs> <laughs> just doing the shish thing that does nothing Yeah, but has been done for millions and millions
0: of years. <laughs> shh, 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 now. shh, 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 now. I just feel like now that we're sort of approaching a point where there's like a future in mind, I suddenly feel all of this pressure to like have all of like the problems that I haven't been able to sort out over lockdown fixed by the time it gets yes. to the 21st of June. Like this is some magical date where it's going to be like, you know Judgment Day, and we're going to meet Jesus at the Pearly Gates, and he's going to be like, "Oh wow, well, did you learn sign language like you said you were going to at the beginning of yes. uh, lockdown?" And then also, don't and you I'll feel be that? Because like, <laughs> that's not no. That's not how you say no in sign how language. How do you say no? I don't know. No. I think I think it's no or something like that. <laughs> I know that this is hello, but you could also just say that, couldn't you? But so that you also was feel one like I should have uh, learned something
1: else? Do you also feel like the? time has just kind of blurred into one thing so you have had a year to learn sign language what have you been doing for
0: a year big time I have no idea if I was to put my finger on it right now gone to my head I wouldn't be able to tell you a single thing I've done
1: I actually got very sad yesterday because I've had these two days off and thought okay I'm going to spend a really good quality time with Donnie and Margot um I got sent this book which is brilliant called the five minute mum which I'm going to do an Instagram about and it's got all of these activities to do with your kids involving objects around the house and make a treasure map and put it through the post box and just say, oh, something's come through the post box. And then they go to the post box and they see it. it's a treasure map and like creative, inventive things um, that apparently takes five minutes to do. They don't take five minutes because you have to find the equipment and stuff like that. But anyway. Um... Hey, yeah. Uh, hey. Do you want this? Anyway. I was flicking through the book thinking, okay, when they go back from school, I'm gonna do a special activity with them. And I just couldn't. I was like, I'm I'm tired, I don't want to. Um, And I've had a year in lockdown to do these activities with them. And I've, you know, we did a bit of, you know, the pasta art, Mm -hmm. did a bit of face painting, but ultimately I've just, been with them
0: i know but everyone everyone feels that way like yeah. I, when you were working the other night and i was play fighting with them or we were watching georgia the jungle brendan fraser in Go- georgia the jungle is the most gorgeous gorgeous man alive i've actually never felt so animalistically attracted <laughs> to something i've seen before i felt i felt changes in my body happening as, as i was seeing him on the screen and it just is so funny that he is such a dumpy fat loser now because
1: <laughs> He just was so, he was so oh he's not that loose. He's a lovely man. He was so nice to the kids at that convention. He was. He was. He called me a princess. Oh. Um. I met yeah. Brenda Crazy. Yeah. I think he was calling Margot a princess because she no. was in her
0: princess. <laughs> no, no, no. Margot was in her princess dress, BB. I was there. I was there. He called me a princess. <laughs> <laughs> called me a princess. Okay, um, wait, 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 wait. Was he, is it Comic Con? Yeah, it was Comic Con. He was there for the mummy and <laughs> he was eating cheese. He was eating cheese. And grapes. <laughs> he was eating cheese. Brother he brother was, brother was brother eating brother cheese brother. and grapes. And Dolly and Margot ran up to him and he was like, Do you want you want a grape? Yeah. <laughs> we talked about that in one iteration of our show. I can't believe you don't remember. Um,
1: yeah, um, how could you not react remember it's cause a cause tiny were mes- in our show? It's because
0: you're too mesmerised by falling in love with me, wasn't it, Rachel? <laughs> okay, go on. Okay, so um, yeah, so, so I'll watching be watching Georgia, Georgia Jungle. Jungle, and Donnie and Margot were sort of trying to swing from vines and whatever, and, and I normally don't let them, like, you know, play fight with me too much, because yeah. it's, you know, whatever. Um, you get too excited. <laughs> I get too into them. I don't want to have to show them the ninja chop, you know? But anyway, they were just, they, it was so sweet, and I it was, it was a bit of fun, so I was like, okay, cool, we'll have a play fighting round. We can do three rounds, and... Um, the objective is that you have to try and get this hairband off of my wrist or something. And because I really committed to it, and I think it must be the first time that I've properly committed to the play fight, because I play with it and stuff, but the, the this play fighting, this specific activity that you just know kids are going to want to do, but you don't quite do it because you don't want them to put your hair in, knock your teeth and stuff like that. Because I was like, OK, cool, fuck it. Let's just play fight for a little bit. Just this, like just the joy. Yeah. It broke my heart because it made me feel so guilty. Because that, that should be my role. Like, I'm the auntie and I they view me as like a big kid. Like, you do everything for them. The one thing that I can do is play with them and some mm. of that. I thought I was doing a good job, but seeing how happy it made them just for 15 minutes yeah. to just actually be able to properly commit to something. It made me feel incredibly guilty. It was like, I could have been doing this weekly all year. Yeah, I and mean, it doesn't take that much. It doesn't take that much. So I, I've realized,
1: because Donnie loves doing Lego battles, which I find so boring. Yeah. I, mm. I just find so, I just, I'm not, I can't do the accents, like the, the voices. And and the thing is, Donnie isn't very fair, because mm. he 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 basically wins all yeah. the time. And yeah, it's yeah, not yeah. that I care about losing, but it's like, anything I do, he's like, mummy. You You can't can't do do that. that.
0: Exactly. It's the same with any time that we play a game and he gives himself powers. He's like, okay, cool. I'm lizard boy. I can turn invisible. I can click and that makes me not invisible and I can fly and I can run really fast. Margot is rabbit girl. She can see in the dark and she can hide behind things and she can change (laughs) different animals. Bibi, you're the mum. And I'm like... Could I have a power, maybe? Yeah. Like, no. Could I, could I see you when you're invisible? Maybe I could turn invisible too, or maybe like I've got a really strong like punch or something. And he'll say no. And then if we get into a battle and they're shooting at me and stuff, and I say shield, I've got an invincibility shield. He'd be like, No, you don't have a shield. Yeah. It's so unfair.
1: I know. So I so I specifically woke them up at six thirty this morning so that we could have a Lego battle before school because mm. last night he broke my heart by saying something. Oh yeah, and no, last yesterday. um after school he was like mommy please can we go to my the park all my friends are going to be there and i really didn't want to go to the park I hadn't fed the baby and it was going to be a nightmare but i i went and i said okay only for 10 minutes we got to the park there was no one in the park so we were just then in the park watching waiting
0: uh
1: i said donnie i don't think your friends are coming and he's like do you have their numbers I don't want to text their mums. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I do have their numbers, but I don't really want to text because, uh. meanwhile, Margot's going down the big slide that Donny's too scared to go down and rubbing it in his face, being like, Donny, you're too scared.
0: Garboss moment.
1: <laughs> and Donny then said to her, Margot, when my friends arrive, you can't go down the slide because if they see that I can't go down the slide and you can, they'll think I'm babyish. It broke my heart. Then I got in a bad mood, and I was like, we have to go, the baby's crying, we have to go. I felt really guilty, so then in bed, I said, okay, we'll get up early, and we'll do a Lego battle. Thanks, Ten. You just vomit down me. So we got, it's okay, don't worry, don't worry, it's fine. I it didn't go down you. Um, so this morning we got up, we did the Lego battle. He starts winning everything, and something just, I'm, you know, I'm tired and I'm irritable. Something just switched to me, and I, <laughs> I didn't shout, but I said, Donny, you can't always win, okay? It's not fair. It's not fair because he basically didn't let Margot win or something. And so basically I got them up ridiculously early to do a failed Lego battle. And then, which is in a bad mood with them, it was just, I felt like such an idiot. It's like, why didn't I just let them sleep in, get to school on time, not worry about doing, playing it's not my role because you were trying to do everything
0: and you're never going to be able to do everything
1: so I know. you just so, have to accept but it. I think I have to work out a way of doing the Lego battles that isn't like doesn't make me feel because he's going to be he's going to be seven this year he's going to be he's not going to want to play with me forever and it's like I'm wasting it so I do feel like got to find a way of playing that isn't doesn't really exhaust me
0: yeah Yeah. Um, Or have a compromise and do what I tried to do, which was like, okay, they clearly really want to have this play fight, but I'm not going to have the energy or the inclination to do mm -hmm. it for long. So there are three rounds and it's going to be 15 minutes max. Yeah. And then at least they kind of know the boundaries. Right. Yes. Um, And also, I think that lockdown has put this huge amount of pressure on parents to be superheroes. And then you see, obviously, we know that Instagram is a... um, unrealistic depiction of reality but even so you see people doing all of these crazy craft times and having amazing resources to kind of fill their children's day with wonder all year yeah when that's obviously not realistic and it's not applicable to every family and it's it's never a parent's responsibility to literally be the mother the father the playmate the best friend everything like that that's just it's yeah. never it's never that's not what you have to be you are just their mother and you have to just do that I know but so, with all
1: this stuff now as well about bring your boys up teach your boys well. And yeah. So I was like, I hope I'm, I hope I'm. how do I do that? Yeah, but the
0: thing is, amazingly, when we were watching The Simpsons, um, Margot and Donny asked me these questions that made me realize that they don't have the same gender role uh, yes. dynamics that we do. So um, Margot asked why um, Marge doesn't work. Because really? she obviously sees you working and she knows that me and Mummy work and um, she just couldn't understand why Marge didn't work or why Homer was sort of making references to the fact that Marge didn't work so I thought that was really cool Amazing. and encouraging and then Donnie asked why at the end of George and the Jungle why you always have to see the man and the woman get together at the end and have a baby and I said well you know to show that they have happy ever after and they have a family he said but why is that happy ever after you know I just thought it was so cool to think about yeah. the fact that they haven't been indoctrina- indoctrinated mm. yet. So I don't think that you have to feel a certain personal level of guilt that you have two boys now and you have to like raise them to be feminist. The world that they're going to grow up in is going to be a Seems very different, different
1: one. And equally with Margot, the world growing up hopefully for her will be different. I know that it's terrifying thinking about TikTok and the yeah. fact that she knows the word sexy and yeah. she does you know sassy dance moves. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, she's going
0: to be taught to be strong mm-hmm. and um, t- to to have big dreams exactly. and, and also not to put up with uh like the kind of the kind of behavior that women have to put up with like all the time from men. I think that that's that's something that is probably going to be addressed in the next like, you know, yeah. generation for sure. Definitely. Um boundaries Definitely. being put in place. Um
1: so I think that we're almost finished I with think this so. baby's. Um I've got to say um
0: it's oh. so an exciting time. We're doing a live podcast. Yeah, we are. When we are actually. May? It's been rescheduled. May. So, anybody that booked a ticket to our podcast in February, we're going to be doing a live one in May, which is awesome.
1: Yeah. So and also, we're doing a live event on June 24th. For Jesse's book. For my, for my book launch. I've heard a lot of people have um, a, a book out at the moment, and that's oh, kind time. of scary mm-hmm, because mm-hmm. they're all really good people. It's so, I it's going to be a big competition. It's going to be a big competition. Annie Max. Annie Max written a novel. Mm hmm um Izzy Sooty you know Izzy Sooty mm. my friend she's written a novel so don't buy their books don't buy them, don't buy them. support <laughs> Do us buy their books. support everyone Support everyone. um but anyway we're doing that on June 25th yeah
0: so if you just want a large dose of Jesse and Bebe then you just sign up for both of those tickets right now
1: no but that's virtual yeah so they so that's
0: easy yeah, that, yeah. I mean
1: ideal for introverts right now oh my actually. god big time
0: big time big time yeah
1: because um, you see people Exactly. On the Zoom, but you don't have to. Yeah, but there's thing is, I've always
0: thought about that with the comedy gigs where you have to be in the, a Zoom audience member in a way that feels even more intimate than being in the front row because yeah. they can see inside your living room. Yeah. So like, I don't want a comedian commenting on what I'm doing. It's just so bizarre to yeah. me. Yeah.
1: Look at this cool invention. I just, I don't know what it is. It's because you know he eats his hand the mm-hmm. entire time. Who invented this is a genius and I just want to, l- I love you. Do you make adult size ones? They just put that in their mouth, spice it up in the bedroom. <laughs> smells of washing powder but yeah this actually would be a great sex toy <laughs> <laughs> take it away, take it away. So, ah!
0: You can have it if you
1: <laughs> I bought three.
0: My hands aren't that small. It's small enough. <laughs> well, oh, I did not want a small... small
1: You don't want a small mouth. I, you just, want a like, I just like big mouth. <laughs> oh, yeah,
0: no, I just like making generalized statements with a yeah. sexy tone um, yeah. to confuse people. Like, mmm, that's a colourful pen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ooh. So that's a
1: long trouser leg. So yeah, if you want to come, if you want to watch us, <laughs> please sign up for those two events and become a Patreon if you want to see my exactly. heart-to-heart diary entries, which are becoming more frequent with mm, my depression. Mm, mm. Um,
0: but yeah. Maybe I should start doing Patreon posts yeah. about my non-depression. Yeah.
1: I'm not, yeah. I'm yeah, I'm Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway. I that didn't sit well with our depression. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh god i went oh hang on so we have to end the podcast because my mice guy is here yeah yeah we tried yeah. everything the glue traps yeah. yeah, yeah. Me lot and of people
0: when jesse was at work the other morning i was taking the kids to school they had alfie had laid out all these uh glue rice uh rat traps over the kitchen and in a succession of five minutes that we had to be leaving for school both me and margot uh got our feet stuck on the on the on the trap, so there were just two socks left standing upright like ghosts. Yeah. Um, and, and I saw I know, you, put I know, a yeah, you put them in a the bin. You put them in the bin. Yeah. I didn't know where else to put them. Um, I was going to be able to get that sock off.
1: It's quite funny when you talk to people about mice and then you realize that they're like, oh, do you have mice. I'm like, yeah, I've got mice. And then they just start to kind of gauge how graphic they're going to be. And they you they like for instance, one lady she was so timid and sweet, and she started telling me about her mice problem. I was like, well, you know, just had to had to, we had to get rid of them in the end, so, yeah, did the glue traps his the problem is his it was only his hand that got trapped, so you know obviously he was alive, but just, just stuck to the glue, so just had to drop something heavy on it and then <laughs> And then, oh, the other one, you know, just, it wasn't quite dead. So, yeah, just drove over it, drove over it. And, oh, there there was a couple. We just flushed, just flushed.
0: I was like... I can't so, do that. It's so interesting that those people will probably also be, like, vegans. yeah oh, yeah. Who go to, like, protests and who are, like, really kind of ethical and, uh, and sustainable. But at the same time, they have no qualms about, like, ripping a, a mouse's hand from its body. I do want to know about <laughs> this. I
1: want to know what... Vegan animal lovers do About if they have control. a severe mice problem and they live in a house with three children that put their hands in their mouth the entire time. When apparently mice shit and urine is toxic, so I would like to know because I am, I you know,
0: I would like to have been humane. We tried doing the humane traps; they do nothing because apparently mice are very clever. They are. They're very clever. Also, apparently, um, ever since the pandemic, because all the restaurants in central London have uh, been closed and there hasn't been as much food available, that's why there are more mice and rats in suburban mm. areas. Yeah, exactly. They, they need somewhere to go.
1: Yeah. Anyway, so we're going to go and speak to the guy now. So we'll report back on how, how, how effective the poison is. Um, we're good for Fuck having... those mice. Yeah, <laughs> fuck,
0: fuck them. Fuck you, Minnie. Fuck you, Mickey.
1: Who's Mickey? Oh, Minnie and Mickey. Mickey. <laughs> That so like, was a very lame joke. Wasn't <laughs> it's it? like
0: right at the end of the podcast, you're just gonna get you your, your just up. getting my vendettas out. Okay,
1: cool. So. so, see you next week for another good time. Yeah.
0: <laughs> when, when come back for for more sassy outfits and um for for, for color colour pens, for more biro pens. biro
1: and pencil. Mhm.
0: And more baby vomit.
1: Yeah. Hopefully not. Hopefully not. Yeah. His stomach is growing,
0: <laughs> and he's developing. Mine too. <laughs> <laughs> I'll do that a thing Okay Bye Bye, Bye.